Have you wondered about living elsewhere in your retirement? Well, we have almost daily. No, it's not a simple decision, especially when two people are involved. Hi, this is Gil and Jean of Retire There, a podcast about retirement destinations. We live in Brooklyn, New York, having grown up and worked in this area of the country. We're hoping to relocate when we're both retired. For us, it's the weather, the chaos, the noise, and the yearning to be near nature and not within three feet of human beings. <laughs> That's right. In February 2020, we embarked on our journey to find that special place. We spent a week in Winter Park, Florida, which is beautiful, but something said it wasn't for us. As we were planning for the next trip, the pandemic arrived. Jean then gave birth. I gave birth? To this podcast. With so many baby boomers retiring, many must be relocating. Why not connect with and learn from them? Here's a little background about us. I'm Asian, born in Brazil, and grew up in Flatbush, Brooklyn. I'm an engineer turned attorney turned podcaster. I recently retired from a university career practicing higher education law. I love the academic environment, but it was time to do something else. I no longer have to set an alarm, drive in BQE traffic, or work with people who don't always share the same principles. Oh, did I just say that? <laughs> you bet I did. I traded all that in to binge crime dramas into the wee hours just a little bit to develop the podcast, to volunteer, practice metal smithing, tackle our possessions. No regrets so far, Jane. I'm not Asian, and as Gil mentioned, I'm not retired. I'm just plain tired. Born and raised in Long Island, New York, a place I always wanted to leave. I'm a law librarian working in a court who loves his job, but we're retired by the time we select our ideal location. We will be speaking to folks from across the street to across the globe who have moved to the dream venues and more. So please stay tuned. And remember, if you know anyone who has moved anywhere for retirement, let us know. Thank you. Hey, everyone. Today, we'll be chatting with Marsha and James Cuttington in Ocala, Florida. Yes, we're back in the Sunshine State. Ocala, the county seat of Marion County, is located in central Florida, about 80 miles northwest of Orlando, and has a population of about 63,000. Get this, Gil. The city is known as the horse capital of the world. Wow. With its hundreds of thoroughbred horse farms. The rolling hills and green pastures of surrounding horse farms meld into the urban center of the city, featuring a vibrant historic downtown with Victorian-era homes and an active food scene and nightlife. The city boasts the Appleton Museum of Art, Theater and Ballet Companies, and has its own symphony orchestra. The area also features numerous rivers and lakes, great parks, and many biking and hiking trails. In ranking places in the United States, U.S. News and World Report ranked Ocala the 16th best place to retire, the sixth fastest growing place, and the 10th safest place to live. Wow, that's amazing. That's wonderful. All right, now a little about our guests. Okay. We understand that James is unable to join us, so please send him our regards. Marcia was born and raised in North Carolina. She has an MBA and was employed in the manufacturing supply chain for over 40 years with GE, Cummins, and other companies. She spent her last 20 working years as SE director in the automotive industry. Marcia just retired at year end of 2021, like me. And I also worked for GE. I can tell. I can just tell you're a GE person, you know? <laughs> so cool. Her interests include woodworking, mostly building furniture from dumpster scraps, 
poker and reading. James was born and raised in North Carolina as well. He has a bachelor's degree and was a high school English teacher for 28 years in North Carolina and Virginia. He left teaching over 20 years ago. In his spare time, Jim follows University of North Carolina basketball and football and enjoys photography and reading. Marcia explains that they are both military kids, so they're accustomed to moving. The couple is presently in the seventh state in 45 years. Wow. wow. Having lived in some of the others two or three times, she adds, not feeling deep roots in any one location probably made us more flexible about relocating in retirement. Welcome to Retire There, Marsha. Please tell us how you wound up in a 55-plus community in Ocala, given all the places you've lived in. So I will say it was a more of a fluke than anything else. We did not have our sights set on any one location as we thought about retirement. We kept talking about places and we couldn't decide. So we started um, a bit of a strategic look. And we said, let's look at all the places that are tax-friendly for retirees. Many places we eliminated just because of climate or weather or whatever. And we ended up narrowing it down to just Pennsylvania and Florida. Even though Florida had never really been on the radar, we always went, oh, no, there's hurricanes, there's alligators, there's bugs. And I hate humidity, but he hates the snow. So we ended up going, you know what? We've got two choices to, on the, the short list. And we went up to the Poconos really because our kids live in Pennsylvania. Mm. We said, OK, ah. we can make some concessions. He said, oh, yes, I can handle the cold to be near the granddaughters. Well, I booked that trip for February. Oh, um, smart. <laughs> yes. And at the end of two days, we not only had no luck finding anything that was suiting to us, but he, he said, you know what? I realized I can't deal with the snow. And I said, well, I can't deal with humidity. I don't really want to go to Florida. And he said, well, you don't have to shovel humidity. <laughs> okay. He won the That's argument. A, I've never heard that. That's really good. <laughs> we just made a random exploratory trip. I kind of settled on looking above the Tampa area, wanted to be near an airport, not too far from the beach, but north enough that we could evacuate in case of the dreaded hurricane. Mm. So we planned a trip. We went and checked out several places and we allowed a day to do a deep dive. Once we found the right place, by the fourth day, we had found nothing. We had an empty day on our hands. So I remembered this place that a lady on my staff kept talking about in Ocala. She had this plan to move to this retirement community. And she told me all the things it has. She said, they have a woodworking shop. They have RC planes. They've got everything. She said, in three years, I'm going to be there. So we said, okay, last minute plan. Let's go check out on top of the world in Ocala. We only had an hour, but we made the best of it. We, we chose the floor plan the night before from the website. We looked at the building lots available. And this was a brand new street, no homes, empty lots. Mm -hmm. A few premium lots so the neighbors wouldn't be backed up to you. And we said, you know what? Maybe this is the one. We went home, debated, said, well, let's put a, a deposit on the lot. That evening, we got a phone call. Laura had been in a terrible accident. We weren't sure if she was going to live. Oh, my God. And we thought, oh, my gosh, she, she's the one who put us onto this place. We may never even get to see her fulfill her dream. So we thought, well, let's pursue it a little farther. Next thing you knew, we said, you know what? Let's just go for it. We, we put the deposit down. It just slowly happened to us. It actually led to me retiring two years earlier because the house was ready faster than we planned. We only spent two hours in the design center and we never visited again until the house was done. Wow. Yeah. It's a two-day process to do the design here. And when we showed up and we told the lady, I've only got two hours because we've got a long drive back home. I thought she was going to faint, <laughs> but we got it done. 
we had a sort of a target price in mind. And we said, you know, it's probably going to come in way over because we added every bell and whistle. If we weren't sure, we said, add it on. We can always cut down the list later. And to our surprise, it came in under budget, which wouldn't have happened a month later. So the timing, you know, if if Laura's accident hadn't triggered us to do it and we had waited one month, it would have started to price us out and the lots were, were coming becoming very scarce. It was just like this thing that started to happen and it snowballed. We said, we'll just do the next step and we'll just do the next step. <laughs> and the next thing we knew, there's a house closing date. And we thought, well, okay, maybe we'll just rent it out or maybe we'll just make it a vacation home. And everything we looked at just didn't feel right. And I said, you know what? The house is going to be ready. It's a prime time to sell our current house. In a blink, I decided to retire two years early. Wow, oh that's goodness. amazing. Here we are right in the dead center of the narrowest part of Florida, <laughs> but but apparently they have no hurricane history. Um, I didn't want to be too far south. Like I say, I was really pl- planning on the that hasty getaway if you need to bug out in a hurricane. <laughs> right. We really wanted to be close enough to the mainland that we wouldn't be fighting with everybody else to you know get up the major highways. Okay. Um, so we just wanted to stay in that um, northern or central half. Got it. And when she told us about this place and we visited, it just had the right vibe for us. So and what is so that many, vibe? Well, it had it had all, I guess it had the, the right level of energy. It wasn't too much. Mm. We saw lots of active people. We saw people walking and biking and on recumbent bikes and golf carts and playing pickleball and all the traditional things. Yeah. <laughs> but we also saw people flying their RC planes and wow. we saw multiple places to eat, you know, shops and doctors and dentists right here you know, a three minute golf cart right away, but, but nothing was crowded. It was very laid back, very relaxed. And it was still snowbird seasons. Really? So it was, you know, the busiest part yeah. of the year, but no lines for anything, no crowds. It just felt like a very relaxing resort. It sounds like the un-Florida. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, it, it was like, there's 175 clubs here, hundreds of classes you can take. Mm-hmm. There's nine swimming pools. There's there's just so much here. I haven't even seen it all yet. But of course, the things I saw on the visit were show me the woodworking shop. Yeah, <laughs> I'll bet. Show me the model home. Yeah. That was actually second. It, it was like, okay, this feels like you can do as much or as little as you want. If you want to be very active, you can. But if you want to relax and chill after a stressful career, I can do that too. I don't Excellent. have to be pushed. Oh, okay. So it was just like, this was the perfect mix for us. Not too much, not too little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was close to anything you need. It didn't take much of a drive outside the community. Literally, the exit from the community goes onto State Road 200. And there is anything you need within a mile or a mile and a half. Five miles away is I-75. Nice. And between here and there, anything you need on Earth has got to be there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This is so exciting, I have to say. Gene and I are also interested in woodworking. I think back to college where similarly, you know, you hear about 150, 175 clubs, but some of them are just on paper, you know, and you get there and there's two people, the woodworking club. Tell us about that space. Is it a real shop? Is it, you know, fully equipped? Yeah. Oh, it is beautifully equipped, high-end professional equipment, better than what I had in my 2,400 square foot (laughs) workshop. Yeah. And I saw every size clamp on earth and the great wall of fasteners. 
<laughs> I love it. I love oh it. God. It was fantastic. I mean, it's not huge, but it is very well done. High end. I saw that you must be trained first. If you join the club, you must get safety training, right. which impressed me a lot. I'm very safety conscious. Yeah. And, and to be honest with you, I haven't actually joined up yet because I don't have anything to work on. And I want to mm. wait and get my orientation when I'm ready to use the equipment. Okay. But it is very nice, very high end. I was stunned. How many people does it accommodate? I wouldn't want more than maybe six or eight people to be working at any one time, depending on the size of their projects. Right, they all have right. small projects, but it's so full of equipment. Okay. But I don't see people in there that often. I see more than oh, one or good. two very rarely Nice, because it's open all the time. You use your badge, you can get in and work when you want to. Oh, yeah. so 24-7. Yes. And similarly, it. right next to that is the Model Railroading Club. Oh my there are all sorts of things. And with so many, yeah. I don't see any of them being very crowded. And yes. to your point, there may be some that only have a handful of members. Mm-hmm. I think the fishing club has, you know, maybe yeah. no more than you can count on your fingers and toes. But, Interesting. You know, Florida people know how to fish. I think that's one of the qualities in this neighborhood that I really like. There are so many things and they're spread out all over. Mm-hmm. With nine swimming pools, there, there's no excuse to have a crowd, right? right there's right. multiple fitness centers. There's two mini golf courses, multiple everything. Mm-hmm. So there's never a crowd at any one. And that's what makes it wonderful for yeah. me. I don't yeah. like to be crowded and waiting my turn. Exactly. Exactly. Me too. What's the point? You know, yeah. you're in retirement. So talk to us about the um, the models available and what what are the price ranges? Yeah. So many. I will say each within the community, there's actually 15 different neighborhoods. And each neighborhood seems to have their own offering with only a little crossover that I've seen so far. Our particular neighborhood, which is called Wayborn Landing. I think it has six or eight models. There's another one that's building out. My friend Laura did recover oh, yeah. and is now yeah. building in the other neighborhood. Oh, oh that's great. Yeah. Yes, I think I think she has nine different floor plans to choose from. I don't know about you know the, the neighborhoods that are completed, but then each of those floor plans also has built-in customization options that you can choose within your floor plan. And then not to manage, you know, the, the finishing details, things like that. Mm-hmm. So there's there's different types of floor plans, but then within those floor plans, there's sub variants. I'll say lots of choices. In the last couple of years, housing prices in Florida have gone up dramatically. Is that the case in Ocala? It is definitely the case in this community. As I mentioned, when we locked in spur of the moment, very impulsively, mm-hmm. we didn't realize we were just being a huge price increase curve. The base price, for instance, on the model we have, it's a 2,000 square foot home, custom built with a lot of built-in features. At that point, the base price with no upgrades was 231. Wow. Wow. And they have been through so many price increases. As of last week, the base price was at around 314. Oh, wow. Almost 100,000. Yes. And that doesn't count the fact that certain things that used to be included are now extra add-on options, like our favorite patio. Came with the house, but now, no, other people have to pay $5,000 to get that. Wow. Oh, my goodness. But I will say the base inclusions really were surprisingly good. For instance, your irrigation systems included, a screened lanai, and these are all smart homes. The Wi-Fi is included in our HOA, and they provide Amazon Echoes and Fire Cubes, and all of your lights and your AC and your garage can all be done with I sit on the sofa too much now because I just say, hey, you know, turn off the kitchen light. (laughs) It's it's not promoting the healthy lifestyle, but I've learned to be addicted to it very quickly. (laughs) Right. It wasn't even something on the wish list, you know? Yeah. And you said your house backs up to to, uh, to forest or trees? Well, not not forest or trees. Here it's really, I call it a green space area. It's what they call a dry retention area. 
So there are several areas where it's just like an open green basin for water runoff and water conservation in case of heavy rains or I, I presume a hurricane. But it's a large green space so that you know the house behind you has to be quite a distance away. Uh, so they can't build on that. No, they can't build on that. It's part of the water conservation. Mm-hmm. That's um, great. And it's in the infrastructure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it is a premium for the lot, but I will say I, I thought it was well worth it to not mm-hmm. be sitting on mile and I having my morning coffee in my pajamas. Right. I don't want to be looking at some other guy in his yeah. pajamas having <laughs> yeah. his coffee. Yeah, that is so worth it. To right. Me. Absolutely. Yes. I agree. We're lucky because there were only a few of those and we had our open choice. But literally six weeks later, they had to go into lottery mode for people to even oh, get any lot God. in this neighborhood. Wow. That's how wow. quickly the demand spiked. Talk about timing. You guys did great. For once, we had good timing. And it was <laughs> it was only because we did the first impulsive thing we've ever done in our lives. Interesting. I mean, we are not spontaneous people. I'm the kind of person who plans and details. Right. And I do a spreadsheet for my vacation. Right. I don't right. do anything with I any spontaneity. Hey, because you don't want to regret. You know, you don't want to get there and go, oh, wait, why didn't I think? Think of this or why I, I'm, I'm the same. I think it's our training. Well, it may, may be, and, and that was how I made my career. But for us to do this after just a one hour visit yeah. was so yeah. out of character. And of course, <laughs> it, it left doubts in our minds. And we thought, oh my gosh, what if this is the, the dumbest <laughs> impulsive move we've ever made? You didn't run that Six Sigma. <laughs> it, exactly. Yes. I actually did have a CE <laughs> on my tablet oh my when I was going to be doing the house comparisons. Oh, oh my, my God. I love it. I'm going to have to call you when we do our now. I mean, like, Marcia, I need a little second opinion over here. Okay, so what for the base price, what do you get? Is it a two bedroom, two bath or give us an idea? Well, it varies. And I'll say that was just the price for our home. We were sort of in the middle range. Our home is three bedroom. Okay. It's two bath, oversized master bathroom, largest master bath I've ever had. Okay. Really, the rooms are quite spacious. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a living area. It's a two car. We had an over, oversized garage. You, you can add on a four foot extension so we can put both cars and the golf cart in there. <laughs> and then it was a floor plan we wanted, open floor plan that, you know, a giant utility and laundry room that opens to your walk-in closet, that opens to your bathroom, wow. that connects to your bedroom. Wow. Oh, what a you dream. Know? And, and ours dream. is one of the, I would say, middle of the road houses here. There's some other neighborhoods and other house plans that go much larger. Mm-hmm. You could easily spend five or 600,000 and get over 3,000 square feet. And there are some that are quite a bit smaller. 13, 1400 square feet, but those prices are now well over 300,000, I believe. Wow. And that's before you do your upgrades and choose your tile and your courts and whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've mm-hmm. got to plan on at least $100,000 in yeah. add-on options. Yeah. Looking. Wow. Yeah. And so for you- the audience, we're recording mid-May of 2022. So those are the prices. So those, yes. And our yeah. original um, selection was in April of 21. Gotcha. So you said your house, if it was sold today, the base price would be about three hundred fourteen thousand. Well, that's about the add-ons, right? And options. Right, and then the add-ons could be a hundred. Yeah, we'd probably more. be four hundred or more at this point. Yes. Now you mentioned a golf cart. Is that something new to you, or did you have one back in North Carolina? No, this this was our our first golf cart, first <laughs> time. You know, I think twenty years ago, when an outing, I was the one selected to drive a golf cart because I'd had too many <laughs> screwdrivers, but. Um, <laughs> They wanted to see if I could do wheelies. That's the only time in my life I ever drove a golf cart. But I love the idea of not having to get in your car yeah. you know, on a hot day and go park in the sun and do your errands and get in and out. I love the idea of just hopping on something and, and we call it tootling around the neighborhood, you know, in the open air and just 
hop on, hop off. We've only spent $32 on gas in the last two months because we can get everywhere we need okay. just about on the golf cart. And do you um, get gas at the regular gas places for the golf cart? No, yeah. This is a battery ba- cart. Battery, the oh, it's battery. I didn't know. Yes. Oh, even, even Yeah, and they actually put a, a dedicated outlet in the garage wherever you choose so that there's nothing else pulling on the circuit. So you just plug it in and it charges up. And we have a 35-mile range, but we've never gone, I'm sure, that far. But we've been out and gone for two or three hours at a time. We drive it back to the golf cart place. They give us a free service and check over every month. <laughs> we go have lunch while they do that. There's lots of restaurants we can get to on the golf cart. Okay. We do our, our grocery shopping. We go to Lowe's. We go to the Walgreens. Mm-hmm. Everything on the golf okay. cart. Wow. Yeah, that's so wonderful. You can, you can use the golf cart on the public street? No, but the way the community is lined up, there's a connection point with golf cart paths to three different major shopping centers. Wow. So there's three grocery stores we can get to. I can I can go to the Duncan, mm-hmm. and they have golf cart parking spaces in front of Duncan. <laughs> I love it. That is so funny. Oh, it it wow. makes a, an otherwise nasty chore. If you've just got to go to the grocery store, yeah. which right. I hate, yeah. it makes it a lot more fun to throw a couple of insulated bags on the back of the golf cart huh. and just, you know, Off go you up go. there, do the shopping and drive it back home. Okay. It's only about the most distant place only takes maybe uh, 10 to 15 minutes tops. Usually about 10 minutes, we can be at almost any kind of business we need, including doctors, dentists, Mm -hmm. the ice cream shop. Yes. So so talk to us about prices of things like amenities and HOAs. And I guess also the day-to-day costs. Is it much different from you guys were in in North Carolina? Yes. I haven't Um, found much differences you know, in, in terms of just regular prices, most things seem to be pretty comparable. I will say the HOAs are different. Just for clarity, there's two different kinds of communities available here, at least at this point. Uh, we are in uh, what they call a fee simple neighborhood where you own your land, you own your property, and you're responsible for your maintenance and all inside and out like any normal home. Those HOA fees are a bit lower. So we pay $252 a month. That gets us, as I said, Wi-Fi, uh, multiple fitness centers, swimming pools, access to almost everything. There's a different type of community where my friend is building. They are on a 99-year lease. So there's some trade-offs there. She pays a, she will pay a much higher HOA, more like 400 a month, but she won't be responsible for any exterior maintenance. Basically, her insurance should be cheaper because she only has to insure from the drywall in okay. and the community will take care of everything outside. So everything is a, a trade-off and a compromise. What, sure. what about the property taxes? Do they differ between the two between the two plans? Yeah. That I'm, I'm really not sure about. I would presume that they're comparable because really the prices there are just as high or higher than in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Even though the homes are smaller, they're paying just as much or more. Yeah, but th- they don't own the land though. No, they don't. So- I'm not sure if they get a little bit of a tax break for that, Mm -hmm. but just the way the purchase price of the actual home, what she's having to pay and what she might be assessed for Mm -hmm. could actually end up being about the same. How are the property tax? They're not terrible year to year. They're really pretty comparable. Not much more than we paid in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. I will say the big surprise moving here is that there's an entry fee to buy a home in Florida, just like registering your car. You know, it cost us $500 per vehicle to get a license and get our car registered. They charge you. Wow. Your closing costs here, you know, three or four times what we have ever paid in any other state. And most of it is because of Florida tax stamps. The convoluted terms that don't make any sense, but 
oh, there's $2,000 for this one and $3,000 for that one. And at the end of the day, what normally I would have paid maybe two to 3,000 in closing costs. Mm-hmm. Here we paid 12,000. Wow. wow. What a yeah. difference. Well, we paid and that And 10 of it was <laughs> Florida taxes. So the price of admission is steep. No, no, Gene, we do pay that up here, but yeah. that's Florida. You yeah, don't yeah, expect yeah. that. Yeah, because they say there's no taxes in Florida. Right, we're in New York. <laughs> no, there's an entry fee. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's entry. an entry fee uh, to Disneyland. And uh, the the real estate taxes, are they generally under 5,000 a year? Oh, yes. I think ours are between two and 3,000. Okay. Oh, there's a great. homestead exemption that we don't have yet. That's why I don't know what the new lower number is going to be. Okay. You have to be in your home for at least a year to get that. Okay. So, oh, it's going to be lower. That's great. Yes. It, it'll, it will be you know a little bit lower next year than it will be for this year. So you've got to make sure you've got that big chunk at the beginning. And then once it's swallowed, then the rest levels. Out. Right. Okay. So uh, other, uh, other costs don't seem to be out of line. Um, the home is very energy efficient. Our highest electric bill so far is $66. Oh, nice. But you know, we have not hit the heat of summer yet. We haven't been okay. through a summer here. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah. And we do like it cool inside. So I am budgeting $300 just in case. <laughs> yeah. And, and you we should. will still run the temperature 69 degrees at night. <laughs> yeah. I think the yeah. summer is the time to visit your kids in Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, that could be. Otherwise, we will live like vampires. Mm-hmm. We will go out after dark and do everything. We have yeah. lights on the golf cart. We can do that. Oh, oh wow. Lights on the golf cart. I love it. Love it. You live about 22 miles from the villages, the famous, enormous 55 plus community. Did you consider living there? We did a little bit of preliminary looking and research, and we almost ruled it out immediately. It just felt like too much. We're, we're kind of private and quiet people, but we wanted some motivation and some opportunities to meet new people. Mm-hmm. And we felt like that was just a little too much. And on top of the world offered a little more of a moderate experience. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. blame you. I'm with you. You know, listening and, and hearing what people's experiences have been and everything that's online. It's just like it's really like going to Disneyland <laughs> if you're not yeah, yeah, ready really. for that. And we're just not the party types. I yeah. mean. Yeah. But it's nice to have some opportunities. If you want to go out and hear live music, they do that here every Friday and Saturday night. They have live bands, which we can actually hear from the lanai. We get on the golf cart. We go up. We listen to the band. We you know, we see a moderate crowd, not elbow to elbow. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can just come right back home in, in three minutes. So that's available if we want it. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to feel like I was in a crowded, jostling mini city. What about coffee houses and things like that? Can you walk there or do you need to take a golf cart? Well, first off, I am coffee addict. <laughs> I see. But I, I mean, this is real stuff. This is Bolger's homebrew, right? Wow. Um, <laughs> That's a big but, cup there of caffeine. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a, a Sid's coffee shop in Delhi. Takes two minutes to get to on the golf cart. Okay. Um, oh, wow. Pretty good deli sandwiches. I don't buy the coffee there. Mm. But, but you yeah, know, they have those things readily available. Literally, okay. this one I can almost see from the house. Okay. Um, that's okay. where the ice cream shop is. There's a wonderful club. That serves delicious and very fairly priced food. Very surprising. Mm-hmm. Again, two minutes on the golf cart. There's another one at the other end of the neighborhood. You can eat out on the patio and an, a really nice meal, a full meal, even with their special frozen beverage of the day. Usually 15 to $18 a person. For that to include an alcoholic beverage, I think that's pretty fair price. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And this Absolutely. is good, high quality food, you know, not fast food type. Mm-hmm. So we have those things within the community. Like I say, five to 10 minutes out, you can go to a variety of other restaurants. There's diners, there's a wonderful Mexican restaurant, and then there's some fast food places like Burger King and Taco Bell and whatnot that you can get access on the golf cart. Okay. Um, and if you want to get in the car and go an extra quarter of a mile, there's dozens and dozens of restaurants up and down wow. this main road that wow. we border. 
Back to coffee shops. You said there's a Dunkin' Donuts nearby, right? Yes. Yes. How far is that? On the golf cart, it's about eight minutes. That's as best oh. I can tell you. Oh, um, okay. we, it, it is a full drive across the neighborhood. I think we are at one tip end or the tip north end of the neighborhood, and it's at the far south end. So it's probably about two and a half miles. Okay. You know, but again, it's eight to 10 minutes on a golf cart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think if I had a golf on the cart, cart as- I, I wouldn't walk anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a long oh. walk to get yeah. a donut. Yeah. Although I really need to walk after the donut. I feel a little bit guilty. Riding back sometimes with a big dozen box sitting in the passenger seat and it's just me and a box of donuts and everybody's yeah. probably thinking, why isn't she walking? Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking. Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, I am trying so hard to walk because I joined, you know, I joined gyms and I don't go. I actually joined a Planet Fitness in our neighborhood, brand new. It got me going, but I went and then I stopped going. And so I said, you know, I need something to force me to walk, but I don't want to pay for it. Even if I pay for it, it doesn't matter. You know, I just won't do it. So I took a part-time job at Home Depot and it made me walk from one end to the other. I was getting in like two miles a day, but the hours were just awful. I had to get up at four in the morning and it wasn't consistent. So there goes that plan. That's the good (laughs) intentions we all have, right? We have access to three different fitness centers. One of them is a beautiful ranch and spa, which is enormous, state-of-the-art, anything you can imagine. And it's literally, we could walk there from the house. And we've been there, got the t-shirts, got the badges. And we just said yesterday, you know, we really need to go get the orientation and and get moving because, (laughs) you know, I will say that that is the downside to the golf cart. It's just so easy to hop on there and not pick the walk you really need to take. Even though there's wonderful paths and trails here, there's a lot of different walking trails Mm-hmm. And our golf cart path, as I call it, is mostly they're intermodal, they're bikes, they're walking, they are golf carts. And we see some of all of that all the time when we're out. We're just not doing enough of it on foot. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's also new to you, you know, so it's got to be yeah. fun. So in terms of you mentioned uh, doctors and dentists nearby, how's the healthcare where you guys are? So far, we've been um, pretty well impressed. I will say that most of the doctors that are accessible by golf cart do have long waiting lists you know you're yeah some are taking new patients but it will be five months i went to one who was highly recommended and shocked me that i wasn't old enough to qualify he only takes 65 and up ah that must make you feel good and bad at the same time right i know i was stunned but i did find a, a place i really like and is right across the street from the neighborhood but there's there's tons there's a hospital i think three miles from our house door to door oh nice okay. there's tons of emergency urgent care type places mm-hmm. so this place is really saturated with medical providers. Mm-hmm. Um, how good they all are, fortunately, I haven't had to test yet. <laughs> yeah, okay. But they are definitely, I'll say, equipped for the older generation and people who are aging and who are in need of healthcare. They have surrounded this community and saturated it so right. that you, you do have choices. What about the other things like dental and vision? I assume that that's also easily accessible. Yes. The, matter of fact, the wonderful dentist right here in the community, mm, um, wow. up at the Circle Square, as they call it, I didn't manage to get in uh, there. I've actually had an eye issue from my allergy since I've been here. So I've had to go to an eye care specialist. They're literally a hundred yards outside of the community entrance. Okay. Okay. Wow. So very easy. There's a lot of demand. So you might have to wait a week for an appointment, but when you get in there and you see how many people and how much they're churning through there, 
Mm-hmm. It, it just tells you, yes, we're definitely in an, an aging community, you know, mm-hmm. not just in on top of the world, but really, I think in this section of Ocala, because there, there's multiple 55 and up communities all oh, clustered together. Really? So yeah, there's high demand. <laughs> where's, the, where's the nearest airport? Say you want to get out of there because it's too hot in the summer. Well, we've already taken one trip and I've sort of decided I prefer Tampa. The Tampa airport's only about 10 minutes longer to drive to than Orlando, but I prefer it because it's considerably smaller. And there is a new expressway that's almost empty and devoid of traffic. Wow. It makes it very easy to get there in about an hour and 10 minutes. It's really my, my airport of choice, but at least there are other options. There's Gainesville, which is a smaller regional. There's two or three other smaller ones, but Orlando and Tampa are about equidistant. It's just I prefer Tampa for less crowding and traffic. Sure, sure. So Orlando International Airport is about an hour also, right? Yes. Okay. And I'm presuming that is without any terrible traffic snarlers. I mean, that is a very busy traffic area, mm-hmm. that sort of heart of central Florida there around Orlando. So I've tried to avoid it as much as possible. Yeah, I bet. Yes. How long is the drive to Pennsylvania? Where are your family? Are they in North Pennsylvania or? Um, they're in Southeastern Pennsylvania. Okay. We're, we would expect with me driving, it would probably be 15, 16 hours at a normal pace. Okay. My neighbors are both from Pittsburgh. Mm. They say they're about 15 to 16 hours as well. So oh, okay. that's kind of what I'm expecting. Yeah, Got it. Now, okay. I'm not planning to make the drive. I'm going to let them do it. <laughs> they're younger. And my son-in-law has the lead foot. Uh-huh. They can go for me. <laughs> they're planning to visit this summer. So we'll find okay. out how long yeah. it really yeah, is. Exactly. What does your family think about you moving there? You know, I think my, my daughter is ecstatic. My son's sort of like, okay, fine. He's just used to moving. Um, my daughter <laughs> loves the fact that she can bring her to girls here. Yeah. She immediately started thinking, oh my gosh, it's Disney World and it's Universal and you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. swimming with dolphins. And so she's the most excited one just because of the experiences that she can bring her kids here for. Yeah. yeah. That's why we're right. kind of excited too. We're de- yeah. this is definitely grandchild bait down here. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've heard that before. Bait, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. And in terms of getting out of the neighborhood, I mean, it sounds like the community is spacious and, you know, you don't even have to sound, it almost seems like you're in your own little world there and you don't need anything. Yeah. I mean, that's the idea of these I, 55 plus communities. I was right? researching the area outside of the community you live in, and it seems like it has everything. It has beautiful nature, these wonderful rivers and lakes and hiking trails, but it also has museums and has an orchestra. So ha- have you gotten out and done some of these things? And and how do you feel about it? Well, we've had to sort of start forcing ourselves to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, because like you say, you can be so self-contained within the community. Mm-hmm. So we actually started just making a list and saying, you know, at least one day a week, let's get out of Oto and go explore something. We haven't seen the museums and things yet. We have been to downtown. I didn't find it as vibrant as the description you found online, but (laughs) one of our favorite places we did find is Silver Spring State Park. It is glorious, just glorious. And they do glass bottom boat tours and things like that. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. I mean, and and it's it's just a magnificent place on the other side of town. Um, Here again, by golf cart ride, Mm -hmm. you can go to Shalom Park, which is an incredible, peaceful, sort of a, a meditation style park. Ooh, wow. Um, yeah. It, it's huge and it's beautiful and they have trails and they have all sorts of different you know, natural things for you to just explore and observe. So we're trying to at least get outside the community once in a while. And then there's that occasional thing that, oh, well, we need to go to Best Buy. 
Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's four miles away. <laughs> it might as yeah. well be Pennsylvania from our right. normal standpoint. Right. But we, we, we'll sit there and say, okay, here are the things we would do outside of the neighborhood. And maybe one day a week, okay, we'll go make that 10 mile round trip in the car. Yeah, yeah. And we'll do them all in one day. And okay. then we'll just stay in the community for a few days. Yeah. Now, talking about going to Best Buy, we always hear the traffic is bad in a lot of parts of Florida now. How's the traffic in your part of Florida? I will say because this is a main road with all the businesses, mm-hmm. it is quite heavy during the day. I mean, it's not unmanageable, but it is slow because a lot of stoplights. But one thing we've recently figured out when the heat wave hit and we wouldn't go out until 7 p.m., we found out after about six o'clock, there's very little traffic. The crowds are gone from the stores. The restaurants are mostly empty by about seven o'clock. The vampire lifestyle in the summer could be really pretty good. We've already <laughs> said we're not going to keep going out and doing our, our business during the weekday. That's when the traffic hits. But wait till 6 p.m. and it's all gone. Even the restaurants aren't that crowded. Is that because the early bird specials? (laughs) I tend to think so. And there are actually quite a few restaurants here closed at 3 p.m. No. No kidding. (laughs) So you really have your big meal earlier. I mean, we've seen some crowds maybe on a Friday evening at one or two places. But on, you know, a Wednesday or Thursday night, after about 6 or 7 o'clock, there's no lines anywhere. Parking lots have very few cars. You can just go make yourself at home. And I like that. We we have more to learn about that this summer. Yeah. You turn into evening dwellers and and we avoid all the traffic. The stores are still open till 10 or 11, right? Even though people are home already. More like nine or 10. Right. And, and, you know, I've made the mistake. There is a, for instance, there's a store just outside the community I really like Mm -hmm. and they give a discount on Monday. Oh, big mistake. It is not (laughs) worth 10%. (laughs) <laughs> to be there between nine and 11. Okay. Wow. I mean, yeah. just, you've got to be loaded for battle. And I, I went in there and I went, loaded for oh, battle. hell no. I'm, you know, come back. Yeah. But I found out if you go there at 7 PM, you've got the place to yourself. Wow. All right. So cool. I guess everyone here is like early birds. They want to be home before dark or I'm not sure what, but it is quite busy. You know, there's heavy rush hour traffic and it stays busy until maybe four, four thirty in the afternoon. And then after that, it's just, it starts to wane and you can go in any place you want just about. I haven't braved the Walmart yet. I'll say that. I'm not that <laughs> big on, on Walmart yeah. shopping yeah. Um, just because of the crowds. You know, that's what we're, we're really planning to do is start extending our exterior travels mm-hmm. really to just be evenings, weekdays, you know, and, and see how it pans out. Well, you know, the best thing about Florida also is all the um, the tax amenities. Yeah. I mean, the 401k, you know, we're looking at various states and I've got my 401k. It's going to go into, well, then an IRA and all this kind of stuff. And I just think, well, I have to allow for taxes. But if you go to places like Florida or Pennsylvania, I think you, you get definitely more from your savings. Yeah. And that was really the idea. I mean, fortunately, we're not having to draw on any of those things yet. Even mm-hmm. I retired early. Mm-hmm. Wasn't planning on that. So I basically am going to you know, live off savings, cash reserves for the next right. couple of years. Right. Um, but my husband does get Social Security and a pension. Mm-hmm. And we thought, you know, in time, we're hoping that that becomes all we really need. Yeah. And it would be great if we're not paying the state taxes on it. Right. So, you know, it w- wasn't the only factor, but it was just one of those things that helped us narrow down where to look. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. I feel the same way. I mean, you know, as the the stock market's doing what it's doing, it's it's really frightening. I'm not even looking anymore. <laughs> I'm not looking at the numbers. I, I'm just going to wait it through. Like well, I said, else. I mean, to me, the stock market is for the longer term. We shouldn't be banking on this year's returns to live nope. this year, right? <laughs> no, nope. forget this. So, uh, yeah. you know, I, have, I got it a little more conservative as I got closer to retirement and I'm, I'm just going to ride it out like always. And in the long term, it usually does okay. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. by the time I need it, it will mm-hmm. be back to healthy again. And <laughs> right. I'm not going to let those short term things worry me. 
the whole retired two years early thing, really, I caught myself by surprise with that. Sure. Um, sure. But I want to make the most of it and not spend my time stressing and, and worrying yeah, about it. I, yeah. I spent 40 years stressing. I bet. Automotive yeah, supply I chain is, is very, very stressful. Mm-hmm. You know, I came here to relax, to go at whatever pace I feel like, yeah. and to not let dark clouds of worry hang over my head. Good. So whatever Good. goes wrong now, due to unfortunate timing, I can't control it. I'm not going to let it dictate how I feel about right. where I live and how I live and you know what the future holds, I can't control you talked a little about the gyms in, in your community. What about, the, there must be some pools, right? And pickleball courses and tennis courts. She said there are nine pools. Pickleball nine pools, oh. I think. Oh, sorry. I, and I think they're all heated. And one or two are indoors. I haven't seen them all yet. Yeah. Wow. Uh, there's pickleball courts in multiple places. Tennis courts. There's a softball field. There's what's called Veterans Park right here in the community. There's a a nature preserve. And then there's a oh, veterans nice. park that has, um, there's a couple of community gardens. They have things all set up for you. Like if you play um, cornhole or bocce ball or shuffleboard <laughs> and it's all right there, all the equipment is right there. Just scoot in on your cart, help yourself have a ball. There's mm-hmm. mini golf. They're putting a new mini golf um, right behind our neighborhood. I can see it from the lanai. <laughs> yeah. So there's multiple fitness centers. Yeah. And do you have to pay for all these additional things or is it covered? Each community um, comes with a list of what's included. Oh. And most of these, though, are open to all the communities. For okay. instance, the mini golf and Veterans Park, all of those places that are just open, anybody in the community, you, you can just ride up and help yourself. Each community has a group of pools. So for instance, we can get into the beautiful Wayborn pool, which is glorious. I know we can go to the one at the rec center and I think at the arbors. So we have two or three to choose from. And I think everyone has a different overlapping subset of what they can choose from. Mm-hmm. The pickleball courts, I think are similar. There are different ones in each of these different neighborhoods and communities. So they spread them out physically, which nice, is what nice. helps keep the crowds down. Right. So you don't have to pay extra for those. There are three golf courses, which uh, you do have to pay extra for those. Okay. Fortunately, we don't play golf because yeah. it looks like a very expensive <laughs> hobby. And these hobbies, craft or woodworking and things like that, I assume you selected that community because those came included as well? Yes. The, well, and but, depending on the club and what you have to provide, there might be different fees. Many okay. are free. Some, I think, like the woodworking club, there's a small fee mm-hmm. um, for supplies and that great oh, sure. wall of fasteners. And, and then they also have, beyond those formal clubs, they have something here called Master the Possibilities. It's lifelong learning. Hundreds and hundreds of classes you can choose from. Some is as little as $3. Okay. Some cost more if you have to have a lot of supplies, like a fancy art type of thing. Some I, We just went to a class, a one-time class last week that was really more of a talk. Mm-hmm. Um, it was free. We, we can join... Matter of fact, they're having an open house expo next week, and you can actually go join. You can take language classes, history classes, film history, whatever it interests yeah. you. There's a oh, catalog wow. about a third of an inch thick, and they publish it every six months. And these wow. are classes that might meet two or three times, or they might meet 12 times. Ooh, so nice. those range in price, and yeah. you get a discount for being a resident. They also have a lot of cultural events and shows here. Tampa Opera will be here tomorrow. Oh, free wow. Cultural oh, that's center. nice. It, it holds like 800 people at, at the <gasps> one main hall. Wow. And then there's other smaller halls and they have entertainers here virtually every week. Some tickets you have to pay maybe 20 or $25 for. And then they have some events that are just totally free to residents. 
Mm-hmm. Um, like yeah. this opera that's coming up. I have there's to tell more you more than just clubs. There's there's so much to do, whether it's learning or entertainment. There's free music in the square, music and dancing five nights a week with live wow. bands two nights a week. Oh and that's God. just at our end of the neighborhood. They do similar at the other end of the neighborhood where there's another club and a patio. If you want something to do, they publish a calendar that can't possibly hold it all. They, they have their own neighborhood newspaper and they publish here's the monthly main events every day of the month, which bands are performing where. I mean, there's no excuse <laughs> for being bored here. Well, I'll tell you, everything that you just said, I got so anxious. I know that I'll never see Gene again if we move to one of these communities. (laughs) First of all, he just absorbs these schedule things. And then he goes to like every one of these things. And I'll be on the opposite side of the community, Gene, because I'll be in that (laughs) shop. I'll be in that art class, you know, because I like the quiet things and he'll be listening to the bands and he'll come back and he'll have earmarked all of the pages of the catalog. I can just see the future, Gene. I can just see it. That's what's great about it. (laughs) I mean, really, that's what we love about it is he can go do the things that I don't care about and buy Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's some yeah. things we can do together if we right. choose. It's a constant, ever-changing smorgasbord of activities yeah. Yeah. and very little extra out-of-pocket for most of them. Now, that's nice. great. Let's say we want to go to an ocean beach. How long is yeah. the drive for that? Well, the closest one we found that we've been to was about 30 miles. It's very slow traffic, though, so it took almost an hour because you're just winding through all these little towns. Mm-hmm. But it's a Gulfside beach. And it was called Fort Island Beach. I think I even included a picture of that place. It's very small, quiet Gulf Beach. Very nice. Lots of seafood restaurants all around that general vicinity. But it's only 30 miles from here. Oh, that's wow. nice. Yeah, I think Ormond Beach is also quite popular. That's on the Atlantic side. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a friend who lives there, so we're going there soon. Uh-huh. It's uh, about an hour's drive. One thing people should know if you're interested in On Top of the World, Mm -hmm. they do what they call the world tour. My friend Laura had done that. You can spend, I think it's $250. You can stay in a fully furnished, complete model home, Mm. have access to the amenities, and they even provide a golf cart for you. So you can come in and do a test drive and live here like a resident for two or three days. She's done that a few times. So she knows the neighborhood inside and out. So you can really do that. So if you want to truly get a feel for it, yeah, you, know, you can really come and get a, a full sample, which we didn't do. Our hour-long visit didn't give us any of that. We walked <laughs> away knowing almost nothing and decided, you know what? Once I retire, the exploration will be part of the journey. I don't yeah. want to learn it all and use it up before I get there. I want it to be new. and We'll spend our first right. few months learning it. But you can come and really get to know it. If you're the nervous type and don't want to make a commitment, that is a great option and you can can stay in a variety of different neighborhoods and different styles of model homes even to see if the flow of the home works well for you right. so i think it's a wonderful thing that makes that's sense 250 dollars for for how long um it was 250 dollars last i checked and it was for two nights and three days wow you that's can't so get nice. a hotel here for that <laughs> right, right, right. i mean really a nice I mean, little vacation yeah i mean i'm sure it just covers expenses for the cart and the, the cleaning of the home right. or whatever right but, right you know but they're trying to sell you a home but i think it's a wonderful thing i mean I mean, if I could test drive a car for three days before I bought it, I, I should yeah. have done that. And we should have done that here. But we just decided, no, gut check felt good. And then we just jumped in head first. Well, but you don't have to do it the way we did it. Yeah. You can do it more sanely and but carefully. It, it, it sounds <laughs> like you. you didn't need to. And you lucked out because bought that home at the, at the right time. If you want to leave, if you want to go someplace else, just you sell it out of the profit. Well, so you guys did well. Exactly. Exactly. There's waiting lists for people now. Like I said, they had to go into lottery mode. People couldn't even get on wow. the list. My, my friend Laura had to go through six lotteries before she could get a lot. Oh my goodness. Oh my and then oh she God. only had a short list of lots to choose from. Okay. We were we were just so fortunate. But yes, the demand is still that high. And that's why the prices are going up every few weeks. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Oh God, this is so nerve-wracking, Gene. <laughs> Gene. <laughs> All right. Do you have any advice for someone who wants to move to Florida or to Ocala or to your on top of the world location? Um, I would say, well, number one, as we mentioned, the, the cash entrance fee to Florida. Yeah, Make sure you good. do have some cash at the ready because it's, it's going to cost you know, to do some things. Within this community, we we did have eyes wide open. We knew that we would need to do some add-ons. The water here is terrible. You need a water softener. So okay. you can plan on three, four thousand dollars for that. We knew that there were going to be some things. You need solar shades. Okay. Mm. You're gonna need something to, you know, another three or four thousand dollars. Plan on the expense of a golf cart. Come loaded for bear and, and plan that you're gonna need forty or fifty thousand dollars of cash to pay all the closing, to buy the things you want, and to add the features to your home. I I would say that's the main thing is don't be surprised and don't be caught short and do your research like that. What do those golf courts go for? I think new ones were around 22,000. We got a very nice, totally refurbished um, with five-year bumper-to-bumper warranty for just under 13. And that includes monthly service and maintenance. We take it up there every month. They take care of it. Anything we want, they add it on every feature you could get, like the rain covers and the inside fans and mm-hmm. side lights. And so you can, and, and there are plenty of used ones I see for sale around here with less of a warranty. You can probably spend five or 6000 and get a used one. Okay. Yeah. The only thing is the, the batteries are the expensive part, right? And if that goes, that's yes. a few thousand dollars, right? That's exactly it. That's it's going to cost yeah. you more than the golf cart. So that's why we said, okay, they sold us this one with brand new bank of batteries, brand new tires, oh, brand wow. new everything. They changed the seats and customized it for us. And we said, you know, five years, I don't have to think and worry about it. And the idea was, even though I have less to do now, we wanted to do low maintenance. We went with low maintenance option on the golf cart. We found that we can get yard full, excellent lawn care and yard care for $75 a month. I, I said, never mind. We're not bringing the lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, so that's not included in your HR. Not in our neighborhood because uh-huh. we own the land. We have to right. do the maintenance. Okay. Got it. But it's still cheaper than the upcharge of HOA sure. fees to have them do it. So your yeah, husband won't have be... to shovel any more snow. I was just thinking, exactly. well, who's going to do the snow? <laughs> no snow. <laughs> no. And, and I will say, you know, we really did the long shot version. As I say, we only came here for one hour and then one quick design visit. Wow. We did everything else remotely. We never saw the home. We had a few <laughs> bad pictures mm. and we showed up here with our pets in tow and didn't even know how to find the home. We walked in and yes, we love our home, but there were some mistakes and we had to spend a few weeks while they fixed those mistakes. Uh-huh. You know, I'd say if you have more free time than I did, it probably would pay to monitor the construction of your house a little more closely than I did. Mm. Mm, but, but, know. You know, it was a 20 hour round trip mm-hmm. and we just decided, you know what, we'll take our chances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in general, look, the quality of construction here is excellent. Good to know. They were very committed to anything that wasn't perfect. They would make perfect. Nice. Not what you expect from a, a large volume builder. Very, very Cookie happy. Cutters, so far. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, this was great, Marcia. We really appreciate your time. Thank yeah. you. I enjoyed this actually. Yeah, no, this was so fun. And on top of the world or Oto, as you call it, be very <laughs> Please, you represented them well. Uh, well we I, th- I hope so. <laughs> but, uh, if, if I can just toss in one last thing, yeah, should have mentioned at least in this community when you're moving into one of these that has a, a lot of structure and planning. 
I think everybody would know to expect a lot of HOA rules, but also expect that there are a lot of orientations, pre-orientations, meetings. I call it Oto Boot Camp. When you move here, you have to schedule a meeting with the landscape people. You have to schedule a meeting with the people who hook up your smart home. You have to have, I think there were eight different groups and meetings. Our first two weeks, we hardly left the house because we had to have all these meetings (laughs) and orientations for all of the systems and getting your badge and getting your car stickers. And, you know, it's a gated community. You have to go get this and get your badge and get your car sticker. There was a lot to moving in here that was a little bit daunting when you're just dealing with all the complexities of a regular move. Right. So I would say just prepare for that as well, because it came as a little bit of a shock for us. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, and you come from corporate America. So if you're shocked, I can't imagine. Well, I'm accustomed to red tape. We've done 16 moves. I mean, we've been in multiple HOAs, but we've never been in this much of a structured community where there are so many gates to get through. It's like a toll gate for a large project. You can't do X until you have passed this hurdle, right? (laughs) And literally, you can't get your badge until you go through this orientation and you go through that and you provide all this. You can't get a sticker for your golf cart until you prove that you have insurance on it and they do a safety inspection. There's a lot of red tape the first few weeks. Wow, and I'm good at red tape, but yeah. I just didn't expect it as part of the house move. So right, right, right. Yeah. Every read the manuals. They gave us three different books that would stack up about this large. I can't believe but, that. But in a way, that sounds very good because they're very organized. It sounds right, like. right. They are very organized, but let's face it, nobody can read through all the details of all these books <laughs> and remember it all. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that's why they do orientation to say, oh, by the way, yeah, remember to make sure to do all of these things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope they don't make you sign it at the end. You know, say I hereby have read everything and. <laughs> will comply. No, Otherwise, we're going to no write you up. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if other communities like the villages have something similar, but if it's any more complex than this one, oh. it's too much for me. <laughs> I just can't imagine a lot of people moving there are older. And can you imagine forcing them to read all these books? There's no way. <laughs> well, and imagine all the smart home devices you have to learn oh, how to control your irrigation from your smartphone. Yeah, they come absolutely. in, the guy comes in, he tutors you. This is how you said it. Oh, and here the manual says you must change your time to this, this, and this. And when daylight savings comes, you have to change it to this. Yes, I have to. I've got a calendar populated of chores that I need to do, but you have to be able to access the app on your smartphone right. or tell your Alexa. And there to are do people it. who are afraid to do that. I know. I think that's why the the, the lawn is brown at the home of the eighty three year old two doors down because <laughs> I don't think she knows how to do that. And I right. keep offering to help her. She says, oh, "I don't care." Well, HOA <laughs> guys are coming get her pretty soon. Oh, okay. And, yeah. And just you saying you don't have many neighbors around because there's snowbirds, right? A lot of them. Well, that's the key. There's tons of houses. Now they're all real close together, but so far more than half appear to be snowbirds or part-time or vacation home. So currently neither of our neighbors on either side or across the street are here. I've only met one neighbor one time in four months. They've never oh, been back. That's good. <laughs> I'm one of these people. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So we're kind of the house sitters once they find out we're year round. That's what I do. I go help them. Yes, I'll, I'll pick up your package and put it on your lanai. Or I'll go, <laughs> Just so nice. I'll go let your, your exterminator in. They give me, here's the key code or whatever. And I'll go let okay. them in and help them out. I think I could be a professional house sitter now. Yeah. My, my I retirement so. career. Hey, you know, extra money, man. Extra cash. There you go. Yeah. So, so Marcia, when you get a chance after this recording, could you 
send us for our audience. So we've been posting on Instagram and Facebook and even on Twitter, some shots of your community, your home, two of you. That'd be great. We'd appreciate that. Yeah, I'd be glad to. I'll send you some of our favorite locations. Yeah, sounds good. Okay. Jean, do you have anything else? No, she covered everything. Yeah, this was great. Very educational. (laughs) We might just, I think we're going to pay a visit. This could be a little like a trip to Disneyland. (laughs) Yeah, that would be fantastic. And if if you do, really, we would love to meet you and and do the mini tour on our (laughs) four-seater golf cart. Yes, I would love that. Four-seater, wow. Okay, Marsha. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a wonderful week. All right. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you know someone who's relocated for retirement and wishes to share their story with us, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Our email address is gg at retirethere.com. Our website is retirethere.com. And you may follow us on Twitter at retirethere underscore. Now, if you've liked our show, please subscribe and rate it in Apple Podcasts. In the meantime, be well.